All right, guys, what is up? Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets, where my mission is to bring you guys inspiration, motivation, and a ton of tips to help you guys on your fitness journey. And today's episode, I just wanted to kind of talk about some of the common pitfalls that I see uh, when it comes to nutrition, whether it's related to their mindset, whether it's related to you know daily habits, or whether it's related to the, the type of method that they're using to try and achieve a goal. These are a lot of the common things I find when clients come to me. And they're like, hey, I've been really struggling to try and lose weight and I don't know how to get started or I keep trying these different things and I can't stay committed. And I wanted to just kind of give you guys some things to consider. Um, and some of these might resonate with you and hopefully give you guys some things that you guys can be doing to change your minds that are change the way that you are approaching these things and be more successful in the future. So as always, if you get any value out of this episode or any of my episodes, or even if you just want to chit chat with me about your own goals, please feel free to reach out to me. I try and be an open book and be available to you guys. Never any obligation for signing up for coaching. I always just want to be able to help. And if I can offer you a piece of advice that changes your life, then that's what I want to hear. In fact, sometimes I love when I get DMs from people who are listening in on my podcast and they might be applying a lot of the things that they're learning about on, on the podcast and it's actually helping them in their own journey. And, and that's honestly why I do this. I think it's really cool. What, what I'm telling you guys to do are things that I do recommend to a lot of my clients. You're just not getting the, the coaching and the guidance on that with a coach. So uh, if you do get value out of it and you, and you honestly want to talk to me, please feel free to reach out. I want to hear from you. Um, and that's pretty much what I wanted to plug before going into the episode today. So guys, also it's super exciting for me this week is I'm actually, a in the process of buying a house, which is scary, um, scary, but exciting. Uh, so I guess I'm going to take a little tangent firsthand. Um, this all kind of started because I, I commute about 30 ish minutes to the gym, which really isn't, a, it's not even a bad commute, but sometimes the traffic can really get to me. And I love the community of the people that I work out with there. And I honestly really don't even work out with people there. It's just, I like being around those people. Um, I've known them since I pretty much first started CrossFit. Uh, they are probably the second oldest affiliate in this area, with the uh, other one being Vero Beach. I think that they were a few years prior to Be CrossFit. Um, and I just love the community. Um, you know, Travis and, uh, you know, Brian and a lot of them are, it's just crazy seeing that they're still there. And, and I kind of watched them grow up. And anyway, so it started off, I was just trying to find a place to be closer to the gym. Uh, and I rent my place right now. And, you know, as I was looking at the price of moving into a different rental, it's like, this is insane. You know, between first, last and security, it's like, I might as well put a down payment on a house. So it's kind of progressed into now I'm buying a house, which like I said, it's a big undertaking, but at the end of the day, I think it'll be worth it. And if you guys want to give me any advice on this and tell me that I'm making the right decision, cause I'm super scared right now. Um, but I feel like it's the right decision. So I'm going to go with what God's kind of putting on my heart. So, all right, enough, enough chit chat. Let's get rolling. Cause I know you guys want to know what's going on. I want to have these nutrition pitfalls fixed. So I'm going to start off um, by talking about a big one. And I have some notes here because I want to make sure that I don't miss them. So if I don't see your comment right away, I will see it. I'm just going to pop over to my notes real quickly. Um, is And this is probably one of the one that keeps people, it holds them back from ever, ever really making changes that actually last is all or nothing thinking. And, in a, and this is not even just in nutrition, in all areas of people's lives. They're, they tend to be all in or all out which we want that mindset, but we can't let the, there's a, there's a all in or all out. Isn't all in like all the, what am I trying to say here is all in is good, 
but it shouldn't be with this black or white thinking. That's really what I should say. And maybe, maybe I want to use different terminology and say black or white thinking, because I do want people that are fully committed, but understand that full commitment does not mean perfect all the time because life is not a cookie cutter. We can't, you know, predict life. There's going to be things that come up and we have to shift gears and shift course and pivot. So this all or nothing thinking, this black or white thinking is probably one of the biggest nutrition pitfalls because it affects your nutrition. And here's a perfect example is like a person is, uh, they, they start their nutrition plan on a Sunday, they meal prep, they're doing really good. And then Wednesday night, they decide to go out for dinner and they uh, couldn't resist the pizza on the menu. And they thought they could stop at one or two pieces, but they had like three or four pieces. And now they're feeling really guilty about it. And they're like, oh, fuck, I messed up. So I guess it's just going to be, you know, it is what it is. I messed up. And now the rest of the week ends up spiraling because they had that one bad meal. They let that one bad meal, quote unquote, bad meal spiral into the entire week, which in reality, that one meal would not have made a big impact had they been dialed in before and dialed in after. But now they've let that meal kind of spiral them out into now they're going to get back started again the following week. And it's why they never really get building in momentum. It also happens with this black or white thinking and like, there's a perfect time to start. I had a client reach out to me for coaching and she's like, I think I'm going to wait till September 1st. I'm like, why? Well, cause the kids will be back in school and I'll be more dialed. Like I'll be able to really focus on this. I'm like, I don't want a client to be more focused on their nutrition. I want their nutrition to just be like part of their life in whatever season they're in. So if you have to wait to focus on nutrition, you're literally setting yourself up for thinking that your nutrition always has to be this thing you have to focus on. And it shouldn't be, it should be like whether you have to eat at home or you have to eat while you're taking your kids to a park or you're at work, like you have to eat everywhere. So it needs to fit your lifestyle. So that's another example of like the black or white thinking. Um, other things are, with black or white thinking is just not being flexible enough in your life is like, you know, when things come up, not being able to pivot and, and, you know, like, Oh, I didn't have time for meal prep this week. And so I'm just going to wait till next week to get started. Like, no, like you can pick the right things that are convenient. Like you don't have to stop and get takeout every day. You can stop at the grocery store and get some pre-made options. And this is where, when you learn to live a more balanced lifestyle, you remove the all or nothing thinking. You actually realize that like nutrition really isn't that hard. It just comes down to choices. So that's like the big overarching theme. And I wanted to start with that one because it does affect everything else that I'm going to talk about today. You have to remove this feeling of like all or nothing, black or white. I've got to be perfect or it's not at all. You got to start to realize that the best progress is made by just moving consistently. I like to call that the boring work. <laughs> so that was the number one. Okay. Now kind of going into some of the more, I want to say more practical things um, is number two I put on here is like, not making time for planning and prepping. And this is a huge nutrition pitfall. Um, just winging it all the time, you know, like literally like flying by the seat of their pants. And I often find that this is common with people that also experience a lot of stress in their life because they feel like their life is always so chaotic that they're always like doing like five things at once. And they like can never sit down and they can't think straight. Um, it often feeds into their nutrition as well. And, and it's like their life is out of control their nutrition is out of control. And I will be honest with you, the more you learn how to control your nutrition, it actually does make you better at controlling your schedule because you start thinking about where you have to be when, so you know what you have to plan. 
And I think that people actually have a very black or white thinking about meal prepping and planning. Okay. When it comes to meal planning, you don't have to have this like extravagant menu of like different recipes and, you know, like it should, it should be literally simple, repeatable, enjoyable. Like I think people think that they need a lot of variety. What they really need is to enjoy that they want to enjoy their food. And I think I've said this before, I think either on a podcast recently or an Instagram post, but you know, you really should just be making simple, repeatable, enjoyable meals. Like it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, you know, you need to have those, those staples on hand. Um, you don't have to always cook. You can actually buy things that don't require any preparation that are just literally grabbing them and weighing or measuring them out and putting them in a lunchbox. You know, it's not that complicated, but you do need to take the, the upfront decision or make the upfront decision is to plan ahead a little bit. You don't have to have it all written down. Like it's literally like, you know, my fitness pal is great. You can go in there and start plugging things in. You don't have to have it all measured out right away, but at least you have a ballpark idea of what you're going to be having. With meal, with meal planning, I think another pitfall that people fall into is meal prepping without having a plan. And I have a couple of clients that do this. They're like, oh, I did my meal prep this week, but they literally prepped one meal for a day. Like, so they prep like their lunch or their dinner for every day, but they're not, they don't have a plan for the other times, which actually matter more because most people don't have a hard time making the right choices at like lunch and dinner. It's usually in between those times when they're hungry and they're like just grabbing a random like, you know, snack bar or some random nuts out of the, ca the cabinet and stuff like that. So it's really having a prep, having preparation for your whole day, not just like one meal. So like, yeah, I do think that it's a good idea to pre-prep some foods like high, you know, high protein foods and things like that, because it does eliminate time and energy spent doing those things during the week. And you can create a lot of flexibility with that. But don't forget the importance of planning first. Like planning needs to, you know, you have to have a plan for the whole day, not just one meal. Okay, so you want to make sure that you're also preparing the right types of foods and the right amounts of them. So that's where I also like want to mention is like being able to be more than just, you know, doing more than just preparing your main meals and actually taking a look at what other foods do I have to have on hand. And that usually doesn't require much preparation. It just means well, the preparation is just buying them. So you want to make sure that you have plenty of that stuff on hand so that you have the food that you need to make good decisions for. So I think that kind of going into this one is a big misconception about meal planning and meal prepping is that it's like time consuming and stressful. And it really shouldn't be because think about it this way. You guys, everybody out there does have some form of meal prep and meal plan. It's just convenient for a lot of people. And why, why is it convenient? So what are you doing? Are you buying takeout? Are you buying pre-made stuff? Like, what are you doing for cooking? Are you relying on things that are really easy for you to throw together? It's the same thing. It's what you're eating that's going to change and, and how you're, how you're picking those things. So it's not really any more time consuming or stressful. It just requires a little bit of legwork. And so maybe, maybe up front for the first couple of weeks while shifting your nutrition, if you are looking to make changes, you might be a little bit more mindful and thoughtful. That might take a little bit more mental energy, but it's going to change over time and you're going to develop new habits and new meals and it's going to become easier. So that was number two. All right. So number three, uh, talking first part I talked about was, um, you know, black or white thinking. And I'm going to talk about a lot of things today, uh, under this one category, but I put like the one thing thinking, like always thinking it must be one thing like, oh, it's my metabolism. That's why I can't lose weight or, oh, it's this or that. 
Um, and I'm going to kind of go over the main things I see that people tend to focus on only one thing. And when I, when I talk to you guys about nutrition and nutrition coaching and why I full heartedly believe in being a nutrition coach is that it's never one thing. There are multiple things and we have to learn how to kind of figure everything out together. Like your body is a system, you know, it's think about how everything has to work together. Like it's not ever going to be just one thing, you know, and it is as somebody as an athlete who experiences injuries, you know, like just coming off of a hamstring injury, still in recovery, like it was like, Oh, is my back or is it my hamstring? Or is my calves? Is it my hips? Like it's everything. It's everything together. And they all kind of played a factor into why my hamstrings got overloaded. So, you know, I want you to realize that it's never just one thing. Okay. But I'm going to go over today and these might hit you hard. Some of the main things I find people focus on that are leading them down the wrong direction. Okay. So number one of these one thing thinking, I'm going to call one thing thinking, isn't that awesome? Is focusing on calories only. Okay. Always focusing on keeping your calories in check, never focusing on the types of food you're eating or the amounts of the macronutrients of them. Okay. This leads to nutrient deficiencies. It leads to more hunger. It leads to more cravings. It leads to lack of, uh, it leads to obviously usually losing lean muscle and not actually losing fat. Um, it's just a lot of things that just focusing on calories can come down to a factor of now I'm okay with people focusing on protein and calories while building balanced meals. I think that's a great way to do it, but you still have to focus on more than calories. I don't believe in if it fits your macros, if you're going to eat, you know, a donut for breakfast with a protein shake, and then like a pizza for lunch with, you know, a side of chicken and then like, you know, a burger for dinner, like I want people getting more nutrients because nutrition is not just one thing. And most of the time when people do food that way, they never maintain the results because the amount of calories in those things is so high that while they're in a fat loss phase and they're thinking about the calories, it's easy to maintain. But when they go away from that, they can't maintain it. So um, part two is focusing only on macros and not focusing on the other things. And while macronutrients are the big key, they're the key to everything. More than calories, I think focusing on your macronutrients, protein specifically, and the balance of the carbs and the fats is going to get you the best body composition changes. So overall calories changes your body weight. Macronutrients changes what type of weight you're losing and gaining. So we want to build lean muscle, lose fat. Macronutrients are the key to that. Now, we got the other school of people that are not into numbers at all. And I was this person at one point and they're focusing only on food quality. I eat really clean. I'm cleaning up my diet. I'm not eating this, I'm not eating that. They're, they're doing a great job of trying to build a high quality diet, but they're not addressing the amounts of food that they need, which could also lead to nutrient deficiencies. It could actually be eating, consuming more calories than you need, but likely it's usually less calories than you need. Um, a lot of times people, depending on the type of clean eating they're doing. Uh, if you're following a more paleo approach, you might actually be getting in more calories from things like fats, because I know when I was eating paleo, I was eating a lot more nuts, a lot more red meat, uh, a lot more eggs, avocados, and things like that, which are all really healthy foods, but have a lot of fat in them. So, um, or if your clean eating is going to chicken and broccoli and brown rice, then you're likely going to be under eating and have cravings. So we want to make sure we're just addressing more than just food quality. I am totally fine. And I if a person wants to eat a clean diet, eating like very minimally processed foods, lots of fruits and vegetables, that is probably the healthiest way to eat. But you want to make sure that you're dialing in the amounts of those things as well. Okay. 
Another one I put down is focusing only on like sugar and carbs. Like I'm going to, I got to cut out sugar and carbs. I'm a, I'm a carb addict. I'm a sugar addict. And they don't focus on, they're, they're focusing on removing sugar and carbs. They're not focusing on things that they should be eating more of, which is high fiber carbs, more complex carbohydrates, and less of those combination or hyperpalatable foods. I love talking about how sugar and carbs are not the problem. Those are not the problem. The problem is the combinations of sugar and fat and carbs and salt and fat and carbs. So like your chips are not just carbs. They're, they're carbs that are cooked in oil and oftentimes dipped in something that's high in fat. You know, your cookies are carbohydrates that are laced with butter and other things. So it's not just a, a carb or a sugar problem. So only focusing on removing those sugars, they forget that the importance of carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates are really important for the body. Fiber is very important for the body. And even things like fruits and vegetables, which is really, really, really important for people to understand talking about food uh, quality. Another one is focusing on like meal timing or like structures. Like I'm going to start fasting. I'm not going to eat after 6 p.m. These things don't really ever create that much of a change. Reality is the biggest change comes from controlling your macronutrient balance, um, calories, and food quality. And if those three things are covered, now we can kind of get into the other things. So that's my number three, a lot of the one thing thinking. So I want you guys to realize that it's never just one thing. It's a global problem. Uh, number four, I put, um, and this is like an over and encompasses on quite a few things, is eating too restrictively or too freely. So, and this kind of goes into that black or white thinking. Like I said, it's going to kind of all come back to that because people either feel like they have to really clean it up and cut everything out, or they're so burned out from cutting everything out that they're going to eat whatever they want. And there's no in-between middle ground. And I like to use the term structured flexibility because nutrition should be flexible, but you also want to have some structure built into it so that you can actually ensure that you're, you know, building a balanced diet. I like the 80-20 rule, you know, so like 80% of your diet should be mostly whole foods. And then, hey, you know, every once in a while, if you want to throw in a donut or a cookie or, you know, you decide that you want to, you know, do something different for dinner, like that's part of being flexible. So you want to realize that too much restriction is not good. Too much freedom is not good. We want to have that balance in between. And that's where I feel like people like think that rules are a bad thing. Like rules keep us safe. And so I think that creating some kind of like rules for yourself in terms of nutrition are a really important thing, you know, and, and I'm going to kind of go into some of the problems here. So with this whole restrictive eating and too freeing, I put a couple of other things down that kind of encompass under this topic is um, skipping meals and delaying eating. So like people tend to try and skip breakfast um, or they, which is like delaying eating, or they end up skipping like lunch and, and snacks. And then now at the end of the day, they're starving and they're eating too much at night. And then they're going back to this, oh, I'm going to stop eating at night. Well, they're, they're just running themselves to this hamster wheel. So we want to make sure that with nutrition, that we're trying to create that structured flexibility. It's not eating every two to three hours. It's like, oh, I'm going to eat, you know, I'm going to eat five meals a day. I'm going to have breakfast. I'm going to have a snack, lunch, snack, dinner, whatever that looks like to you, or it's four meals a day, but you want to make sure that you have some form of structure and that you're keeping yourself consistent with that. Even if the timing might be a little bit off, your meals might not always be at the same are the same types of foods, but you're keeping yourself pretty consistent. This also eliminates another pitfall that I put down grazing. Okay. I get a lot of clients like I'm a grazer. I really don't like to eat big meals. I'm kind of a picker. 
It's like the worst thing, right? You're all, you're never going to be satiated. You're always going to be just grabbing little bites and stuff like that. And this is also where hidden calories come in. You know, I hate being a coach that has to ask sometimes, Hey, are you sure this is all you're eating? And I literally have to pull it out of people. It's like, Hey, I mean, I'm talking about like, are you the kind of person that while you're cooking dinner that you might grab a couple of pretzels? Because those things do add up. And I often will say, oh yeah, actually I do tend to do that sometimes. That stuff matters. That stuff makes a difference. So watching out for the grazing. Um, other things talking about eating too restrictively is, is not eating enough. And this is the big one because people are so conditioned to focus only on fat loss. They just go in and punch in a calculator and assume, oh, this is what I've got to be eating. So this is what I'm going to do. And they're not eating enough. And they're doing that for a long period of time, you know, spending too long in a fat loss phase uh, or trying too long to lose fat. And they're never understanding why they can't be consistent. They just never are needed eating enough. And I do believe that people, if they optimize their nutrition first by eating more, it makes it a lot easier for them to lose fat. Which comes down to my last part under this is never periodizing. So always living in that fat loss phase, never learning how to build the calories up and, and build a metabolic base that's actually higher than what your body is used to. That's going to make it a lot easier for you to maintain your results and actually achieve results. And sometimes it's really hard to tell a client like, hey, you need to be eating more right now. Like that's why we're not losing weight. And so until we can get you eating a little bit more, your weight's going to stagnate and you're going to feel like crap. So let's kind of bite the bullet, rip the bandaid off. Let's build the calories back up and then we'll drop them back down. So understand that periodization is part of that and taking time away from always being in a fat loss phase. So as I'm kind of going through all of these things, I want to just kind of go over back to the beginning, talking about the all or nothing thinking, because I'm going to kind of go into the final one that I wrote down here, which is so important is focusing on the results. Okay. So Black or white thinking, all or nothing thinking usually comes down to focusing only on the results and not focusing on the action steps needed to change the results. Um, I find that a lot of clients, if they do start checking the boxes on the action steps and they're not seeing results fast enough, they tend to like, oh, well, this thing came up and I'm just going to abandon that. Whereas when a client starts getting results, they're like, oh, okay, I see the work. It makes it easier for them to stay motivated to keep doing it. So you've got to stop focusing on the results of your actions and let those things happen organically. Because the more you focus on the results, the less you're focusing on what matters most, which is creating a sustainable nutrition plan that you enjoy and that you can modify as needed when life gets crazy and that you can change and adjust if you're not seeing results and you know how to do those things. So what I want you guys to really understand from this episode today is that nutrition pitfalls all come down to overthinking all or, no, or I'm sorry, all or nothing thinking. And that if you start to realize that everything that you do in life that you're successful at in every area, whether it's work, kids, all of those things, think about how none of those things have never had a perfect plan. Even if they had a perfect plan, likely the perfect plan didn't work. You've always had to find ways to pivot and change. And guess what? That's why you continue to make progress with your nutrition. You have to think of it the same way. Okay. So here are a couple of things I want to leave on to kind of recap, remove all or nothing thinking, start being more flexible with yourself, start making meals that are enjoyable and understand that one bad meal, one bad day doesn't wreck your progress. Number two is being a better planner, taking the time to really Set yourself up for success, just like you do in every other area of your life by ensuring that you do have a plan for your nutrition. It doesn't have to be freaking, you know, 
Paula Dean plan, whatever that is. Y'all remember Food Network? I used to love watching that show. Anyways, we want to have a simple, repeatable, enjoyable meal plan that you can actually follow. Number three is removing the one thing approach to your nutrition and understand is a global problem. You don't want to focus only on calories, only on macros, only on quality. You don't want to focus on the little things that don't really play a big factor. You want to focus on kind of building a nutrition plan that encompasses adjusting and, and incorporating all of those different factors into the plan. Uh, number four is removing the need for restriction, which is also going to remove the need to feel like you have to be free, which goes into that whole black or white thinking, kind of learning to be more structured and more flexible together. You know, learning how to not skip meals, how to be planned about your meals, no more grazing, have that structure built in, learning how to eat enough, learning how to periodize. And then finally, focusing less on the results and more on your actions. So if this episode was helpful for you guys, please let me know. I want to know what else I can help you all with. Yo, yo, Kenneth, good to see you. Um, definitely looking forward to, I have a webinar coming up, guys. Um, it's going to be coming up next week. I uh, actually haven't put the sign up yet out because it's in the final stages of being set up. And I'm super happy to be working with someone that's taking care of that for me because this is the first time I've ever had like an official webinar sign up and all that kinds of stuff. So super excited for that. So stay tuned. It's going to be called Fat Loss Frameworks. And um then I'm going to be having a four-week fat loss frameworks course coming up in September. So if you are looking to lose a little bit of body fat, get yourself back on track after the summertime, uh, I would love to have you in that as well. So there's going to be more details coming out on that in the next couple of days. So um, that's all I got today, guys. Have a great Tuesday. <laughs>